the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, it's Boris Epstein, and I have the honor of sitting in for my good friend Sebastian Gorka today on his radio show, America First. But Sebastian called in. We had two segments, and we're putting them together for you in episode 23 of Battle for 1600. Listen, subscribe if you haven't, and please leave us a review. Thank you so much. God bless you, and God bless America. Baron, I'm on vacation. What are you doing to me, my friend? How the tables have turned. How the tables have turned. Mm. I'm, doing, I'm doing the evil finger snap right now. Uh, well, it's, I, I already told the listeners you're in an undisclosed location. And yes. you may or may not be smoking a cigar. Do you want to tell the, your loyal listeners, loyal viewers on YouTube, whether a cigar is being had? A, a cigar was had yesterday. Yesterday was uh, my uh, anniversary with my Happy wife. Anniversary. Years. Thank you. And I had a very nice Oliva with my son. And, you know, there's a high, high chance there might be another cigar in my future this evening. You know, that could indeed be. The, the likelihood is high, my friend. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, as we're talking now, we're obviously on your show, America First. It's an honor to be sitting in for you. And we're also going to be using these two segments for our podcast because I don't want to take you away from vacation too much. So we are going to get double trouble and we're going to be efficient. So for those of you... Hey, we do what we can, right? For those of you who love the way that Seb and I talk every week, the good times we have, the banter, as those who talk to us about it tell us, go and sign up and subscribe to the podcast Battle for 1600. Subscribe, leave us a good review, and enjoy. So, Seb, my friend, happy belated fourth. What did you think of the speech in Mount Rushmore by the president? I think it was a stunner. I, I think we now have the the the, uh, the triptych. We have the three most important speeches uh, of the president's uh, first term, and if, if we do our bit, he will have a second term. I think that the speech he gave in Riyadh was one of the most important speeches uh, any president has given when he called out to the heads of state of 52 Arab nations, gave them a tough love, that they've been waiting for since 9-11 to deal with the jihadi extremists on their territory. Uh, that was, you know, in terms of national security, the most important speech he's given. Then, and I, I was honored to be part of, of framing the speech he gave in uh, Warsaw, where on the site of the... We, 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 we worked very hard with the Polish administration. They wanted the president to give a speech in downtown 
the Warsaw, and we said, no, 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 we want to go to the site of the Warsaw uprising when the people of Warsaw uh, took up arms against the Nazi invaders and occupiers. And he gave an incredible speech next to the monument. There's a, there's right. a, there's a bronze monument to these freedom fighters literally coming out of the sewers, coming out of the... the, the the, the, the tunnels of Warsaw to fight their oppressors. And he gave a speech where he said, uh, unabashedly, we are a Judeo, Judeo-Christian nation. We are proud of who we are, and we will stand shoulder to shoulder to any nation that shares our values. Those two were, were the biggest speeches for me. And then Rushmore, it was better than I expected, Boris. You know, he always knocks it out of the park. But this speech... Was it was truly amazing, wasn't it something? Yeah, no, it, it, it was stunning because he could have just done a kind of protocol speech, you know, talk about history, but he used the, the, the stories of, of Lincoln, of Washington. Uh, he, he used our history to literally declare political warfare, spiritual warfare against the Marxists, the, the true fascists, Antifa really are fascists, and to declare war against those who sadly, Boris, hate this nation. As America, we're not, talk, we're not talking about, you know, the regime in, in Pyongyang. We're not talking about the Kremlin. We're not talking about ISIS. We talk about those people who are taking down, you know, Frederick Douglass's statue. Frederick or, Douglass. Or, I said that in the open. So ridiculous. Frederick Douglass, one of the abolitionists, his statue gets taken down around Independence Day. I mean, what are they thinking, Seb? There's not, look at this. There's, this is a lot of people, myself included, for for years have been called, you know, the the, the conspiracy theorists, the the tin foil hat merchants, because we said, look, there there are signals on the left that they have been captured. Not the, not the extremists, the Democrat Party, the mainstream party, has been captured by the radicals, and now we have. We have all the evidence, whether it was, you know, originally Robert O'Rourke, the man who says he's Beto, saying, hell yes, we're coming after your guns. Whether it was Hillary, remember that speech Hillary gave that leaked to the press where she said, my vision is a borderless America, where the hemisphere has no borders. Whether it's AOC saying, you know, tear down DHS, tear down ICE. And now it's the people who say, you know, the, the head of the, the New York chapter uh, head of Black Lives Matter saying, if we don't get what we want from the system, meaning we're going to burn it down. We, we're going to burn it down. And this is when we realize November 3rd, Boris, it's the choice between liberty and anarchy. It is that simple. I agree with you 100%. And the rules of the woke mob are so ludicrous, right? Drew Brees, a quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, says, you know what, I'm going to stand for the flag. I'm not going to kneel for the flag. He almost gets run out of the league. Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver for the Eagles, tweets comments which turn out to be fake, but that he believes are from Hitler. Literally uses Hitler as an example, and all he's getting is a slap on the wrist from the Philadelphia Eagles. It is so corrupt. The, the politics of the left, the politics of division are so hateful. I will tell you that it's, it's so clear to me that, you know, you had this BLM march in D.C. that turns into anti-Semitic statement, anti, anti-Semitic chants. Right. Where does that happen from? Is that by, by accident? I believe a billion percent it is not an accident. Don't you think? 
Well, look, you're, you're the one who, who always, you know, injects fabulous historic perspective into our, our, our podcast, the, the Battle for 1600. You, you managed to get out of post-Soviet Russia with your parents right. as a small child. And let's be very clear here. The most anti-Semitic modern state after World War II was the Soviet Union. I mean, this, this is why... Institutional you know, anti-Semitism. Institutional anti-Semitism. I'm going to let you go after this segment, I promise. I'll let you get back to your beautiful how, wife. How, and how, your are you enjoying, how, how are you enjoying being in the driving seat, buddy? I got to tell you, yeah, you know, you may, if I, you know, I may, maybe not, maybe tomorrow I'll, I'll, I'll come into D.C., set up a little shop. Maybe I'll set up a Chaz in your studio, and then when you come back, it'll just be me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll call Muriel, Bra- Muriel Browser. I'm sure she'll, 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 she'll liberate my studio, right? She, yeah, well, from me, maybe, yeah, because I'm, but I don't know how she's going to choose between me and you. It's evil and evil to her, right? I'm, Ooh, yeah, that's going to be a hard choice. It's going to be a hard choice. Our friends, you've got Boris Epstein, strategic advisor for coalitions on Trump 2020, and, of course, Sebastian Gorka was deputy assistant to the president, a strategist in the White House, and is now the host of the show America First. Uh, I want to talk to you about something very important, Sebastian. I want to talk to you, and in this segment, we're still taping both for America First, and we're going to be using it for our podcast Battle for 1600. Make sure you subscribe, leave reviews. Sebastian, I want to ask you some key questions. It's a game. I want to play with you. And it's called, uh-huh. What Would You Trust Joe Biden to Do? Are you ready? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Let's okay. do it. We did this with Donald Trump Jr. earlier. He said that he wouldn't trust Joe Biden to do anything. I want to break it down with you a little bit. Would you trust Joe Biden to be a pharmacist? Are you kidding me? Are you Why? kidding me? He'd probably kill me. My he'd probably give me arsenic. Are you kidding me? No. Okay, so pharmacist is no, because he no. might kill you. Okay, would you trust Joe Biden to be a train conductor? Um, no, I would pay him not to be. Anything involving speed and machines, absolutely out of the question. I don't want people to die because of sleepy creepy. I'm sorry, Barry. That's thoughtful of you. That's thoughtful. Okay, so for the record, so far, it's no on pharmacist, no on train conductor. Let's keep it going. We're in America first. This is Sebastian Gorka and Boris Epstein, also Battle for 1600, our podcast. Okay, here's some tougher ones. Would you trust Joe Biden to be an ice cream clerk, to, to be doling out ice cream? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I love malted vanilla milkshakes, and he'd probably get that wrong as well. It's probably the, it's the closest we're getting to something where he couldn't actually kill you, um, but I still I love my ice cream too much to have him in charge of my desserts. So, okay, so for the record, so far, no one pharmacist, no one train conductor, no one ice cream clerk. Now, here's what I stand on that. I probably would say that I am okay on ice cream if there's only one flavor. Yeah, no, that's it. If there's one flavor and the scoop has a big label on it that says, this is the scoop, then we're getting close. Then, How about this? Can I recommend what he could do? 
Yeah, sure. This is this is your job recommendation for sleepy, creepy Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if there's a soda machine that has only one flavor of soda, there's no choices. Okay, there's no grape, there's no lemon. There's just one type of soda that I like, and you don't have to put money in. You just have to press the button. I would trust Sleepy Creepy to get me a can of soda from the soda machine that has one flavor, and you don't have to put money in it. But what do you think, Boris? I think we could possibly let Sleepy Creepy do that. So what you're saying is that he could reach down, maybe get a can, and give it to you. Is that what you're saying? He and could that's... press a button and oh, a button. reach okay. down and give me the can. I think maybe, I think... but then what if he if, if it's if it's one of those you know free flowing dispensers, then it's going to go everywhere because you know he's not going to know when to stop no, pushing no, no, it. No, it's got to be a can. It's got to be a can. It's got to be, be a can. And one of the... be no choice of flavors. Okay, it's fine. Be one flavor soda. All right, fine. So that's remember, amazing. Remember the White House. Remember the White House. Yes. The soda machine where you could choose oh, whatever soda you wanted. He couldn't work that. He couldn't work that. No, when you no, go, no, when you go down and you're next to the touch screen, right? You're next to the situation room and it's got a thousand types of different soda and, and, <laughs> I love and that. Fanta, I love that. I Coca-Cola. I know. No, I used to do the, the ginger ale with the lime flavor at it. Joe nice. could not do. Joe could not program it to do the ginger ale with the lime flavor at it. They probably couldn't even figure out how to get just water out of it. Okay, so that's a no. Okay, next, <laughs> would you trust Joe Biden to be a librarian? No, because he can't even read his cue cards on his teleprompter. How would he know what book I wanted? I'd, I'd ask for, you know, Thucydides, the history of the Peloponnesian Wars, and he'd give me, you know, he'd give me a children's book of, you know, the, the big red dog, Clifford. No, oh, uh, are, are you fancy with the Peloponnesian Wars? So you're saying you're reading Livy, you're reading Polybius, and he's giving you, he's <laughs> giving you Dr. Seuss? He's giving you Clifford or Dr. Seuss? Yeah, the big red dog. All right. So, okay, here's where we stand. For, for guys, for Dewey those Decimal? of you. Dewey Decimal? He couldn't do the, do the Dewey Decimal? Come on. We're, we're 0 for 4 so far, okay? We're 0 for 4. <laughs> are, we, are we close? But we're close uh, on the and, soda machine. And we're so close. Ice cream was a no, but we added soda machine. Okay, here's the next question. Would you trust Joe Biden to be a mayor of your city? Um... Over my dead body. How's that? Okay, so he, so the point of this game, right, is pretty, I think, you know, I'm not, this is, this is pretty. This, this should be a campaign ad. Boris, I don't know if you're I don't know if this is your, your focus group, if Don Jr. And, and, and me, Dr. G, are your focus group. But this should be the new campaign ad. I mean, just, would you trust Joe Biden to walk your dog? No. Should he control America's nuclear weapons? Oh. Hell no. I mean, oh, oh my God, the dog one's great. I'm gonna play this game with Steve Chung later, and I'm gonna use the dog one. But you only, <laughs> the only reason you want to trust Joe Biden to walk your dog is if you want your dog dead. Okay? If you, if, if you want to lose your dog, if you yes, want to lose your dog, you if you want your dog to end up under the <laughs> under a huge Mack truck, you can let Joe Biden walk it. Okay? <laughs> Joe Biden. And so if you want, if you won't let he, Joe he Biden, he come back. He come back holding an empty leash. And he's and he's that, happy Christmas. 
I mean, think, that's what he did. You'd think the dog's still there, and he'd try to give you the leash and say, oh, Foxy's so great. Joe, what are you talking about? The dog's gone, you know? So is that the well, guy I want that... to see this campaign ad. I want to see this campaign ad, Boris. Come on, let's do it. It's I'll do the strong. voice. I'll do it's... the voiceover. You do the visuals, and I'll do the voice. No, you can ask the question, would you like Sleepy Creepy to serve you ice cream? And I'll say, no. How about that? Should we do that? Would you trust Sleepy Creepy Joe to to be selling you beer at your corner convenience store? No, because you will instead no. get a bag of strawberries. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to our conversation with Sebastian Gorka on Battle for 1600. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and please leave us a review. Thank you so much and God bless America.